I'm Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are The Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics, ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 20. Welcome to All In with the Allens. What's up, what's up? Hola. Day off? Yeah, this, this has been a pretty good day. Even though you, we just sat down for the first time. For the time, first time, yeah. And it's one o'clock in the afternoon while we're recording this. That's like typical. Typical day off. Yeah, you still work. Tell me about what you what you do on your day off. Now we have to wake up and go get tested. Mm-hmm. So we got to get our nose swab every day. COVID-19 testing. Yeah, it's crazy. This is, this is so new. Yeah. But this has been doing really well and it's been protecting us. So Yeah, it seems know, like you guys yeah. have a really good system down. Yeah, they got it, you know. And I think they're doing it the best that they can right now to try to figure this out while trying to get some ball. So I think I think we're just going, we're going along with it. We're trying to do it as yeah. best we can. You know, nobody really knows right now, so, but it's, it's it's been going along well. I think so too. And then you came home. And then you went back? Yeah. <laughs> and then I went back for a massage that I didn't have. <laughs> so I just rolled like a... But I'd be listening to some good um, stuff in a car. I would like to spend more time with you, though, but That's I get to right. listen to like some good books and stuff in a car. Yeah. Listen to me some... I'd be listening to um You probably gospel. knocked out like how many chapters today by going back and forth to work twice. Easily Because that's what? Like 20 I, minutes there, 20 minutes home? Yeah. I uh, slowed my book down. And you're driving. Thank God. <laughs> Thank yeah. God. I'm driving better. Praise the better. Lord that you've come a long way because your driving has not always been A+. plus. Yeah. I just get impatient being in them clusters. Yeah, well, you live in Atlanta. It's not going to get any better cluster. anytime yeah, it's like, soon. Man, it's like drag racing out here. They need to close the gates to Atlanta. <laughs> no more people can fit here, guys. I know oh it's a great God. place to live, but you got to find somewhere else to go <laughs> because we already have we seven, seven lanes wide going each direction on our interstate and there's still bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah. I think I ended up um, reading something about Mr. Blank. When he first got here, it was less than a million people. Crazy. How many are there now? Do you know? Too many. I'm going to look it up and get a real number for you. Can you just take a guess? Let's see. Think about being able to see Google. What is the population? I'm going to say 2.1. Okay. I think more. Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. I'm terrible with it. Let's see. This is not right. What did it say? 498,000? No, I think it's more than that. There's no way. That's 2018. Wait a minute. Oh, okay, wait. (laughs) Here's the U.S. census. I I trust this a little bit more. Although our census paperwork's been sitting on our counter for like three months. I need to fill that out for us. We got to fill it out. Okay, so population estimates. This is saying Georgia as a whole, 10,617,423. I can see that. So maybe that's just Atlanta, like actual city downtown, 506,000. Yeah, probably. Okay. So I don't know how else to type that in to get like Atlanta and surrounding areas. 
There's a lot here. Whatever. That that failed. There's a lot of people here. That failed miserably. Yeah. I can tell you right now there's more than 504,000 people because there's, <laughs> there's just that many people on I-85 during rush hour. <laughs> Even on Sundays. People it doesn't matter. Drive. What, what do you want to do today? Let's just go drive on the interstate. Whatever. Nah, this is a busy little place. People would be trying to get it. This is a good place to get it. Maybe, there's a yeah. lot of opportunity here. When you, when you wake up in the morning, like that's the thing is because I, I like to get up early and stuff like mm-hmm. that and go in, you know. Yeah. The testing kind of slowed that down a little bit because you can't just go in there without getting tested now. So, like, mm. you know, I got to wake up and do my, my workout and stuff here in the morning sometimes. And, you know, just that's kind of different. But Making the I, most still do, of it. Yeah, I still do it, you know, but. Sorry yeah, if you guys hear, enough. if you hear banging right now where we record in our basement and our next door neighbors are having their chimney reconstructed or something. Yeah. So if you hear random tools, that's what you're, that's what you're hearing. Yeah. Sorry. What were you saying? But yeah. Just like that, even in this neighborhood, you can see like every day you drive up and down this um like the the path or whatever the road, uh-huh. you see so many people working. Oh yeah, you see so many different trucks. You see so many different you know people getting it. And totally. Then going like driving early in the morning, you, you you're not really like the the early bird no you're more. You're not the only one out yeah, there. Yeah, everybody out there getting it. That's There's good. a lot of people on the road at like five it's o'clock promising. in the morning. Yeah. We're not the only ones that start our day super early. Yeah, for real. Okay, so. I asked on Instagram yesterday, I said, tomorrow is Rico's day off. If we were to make time to sit down and record an episode, what are some topics that you'd be interested in? And the number one topic that I got back from multiple people was finance. Oh yeah. So if you're an avid listener by now, you know that we always start out with a really good topic in mind. And the next thing you know, we're talking about (laughs) Tamagotchis and all types of random shit. So that doesn't really always- I still don't even know what that is. (laughs) You probably told me and all. Um, So that's the path we're starting on. We'll see where the stories take us because we don't don't ever script this. Yeah. Which I like. I like that because it keeps it real. Yep. Keep it open. So finance. I'm going to let you start this one off because it's like an everlasting battle. Yeah. Meaning it's never, it's not like, a, it's not like a perfect formula to it at all. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, <clears throat> all built behind like expectation. Okay. You know, so, um, so the, what was your expectation of what finances would be like when you weren't in the NFL uh-huh. and we were broke AF in college? <laughs> Tell me what your mental place was about what you thought finances would be once you got here. Is it, let, let's just make this easy. Is it what you thought it would be? Not even close. Me either. I didn't, I didn't really even understand what I didn't understand. You can't. <laughs> he who doesn't know, doesn't know that Man. he doesn't know. It's, it's so crazy because you think that once you get a certain amount of money that you just like, you can just stop doing whatever you want. You can just stop doing it and you just be set forever. Yeah. But, I don't really think that, like, yeah, it is a number out there, but man, it's a fight to get there mm-hmm. and it's a fight for everybody. And, yeah. you know, I know everybody has like their own, you know, magic number. Yeah. Magic number that they're they trying want. to get to. Yeah. And that is like a, a ever changing number too, because you yeah. got to think about it when babies come into the mm-hmm. picture, when, you know, unexpected things happen with your family, mm-hmm. you know, trying to help friends, you know, start mm-hmm. their own ventures and stuff like that, you know, try to be a blessing to, you know, you get your tithing and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, so. Taxes. Yeah. Oh my God. Agent fees. Yeah. Property taxes. Yeah. Baby taxes. Baby taxes. 
your know, wife taxes. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. But yeah, there's I remember, a lot. Like yeah. I feel like once you hit that mark of what you think in your mind is going to be like what will make you comfortable, it changes. It's like yeah. as soon as you achieve one goal, I don't know if whoever you are listening, if you're anything like Rico or myself, it's like as soon as we check one thing off our list, I feel like we add one more to it. Yeah. Like we're all, there is no finish line. We always say that. Like we're yeah. always going for the next thing. For sure. And that's kind of like, I think that's what like meditation has helped me out with mm. so much because when you realize that it's never like, there's never really like an end to, you know, you, you know, expecting more from yourself mm -hmm. or, you know, that expectation to take it to another level. Like you start to, you know, become comfortable with, you know, what the process takes. Where you are. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Because to slow your mind down, like you personally, I feel like that's something that took you a lot, a of, long time. A lot of practice. Like yeah. you're still figuring it out. And oh, me yes. too. But I think it's a lot easier for me to just like chill than yeah. it is for you. Yeah. Like I have no problem. Like when it's time for me to chill, I'm the best chill, <laughs> chill mate ever. It hardly ever happens, but like, it's like I when I go, no when I go to bed at night, like I go to bed, like it's not a process for me. It's like, I don't know nah, those yeah. things, those things that's don't just come that easy for me. Yeah, no, I know. So for me, it's like, okay, it's bedtime and then I'm asleep. Yeah. You know, or like, okay, today's like an off day. Let's just relax. Let's just do it. But for no you, I know that's what I'm saying. So that's why meditation has been really good. Something I think I just to, to like to slow, slow you down a little bit. Yep. And I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Whoever too. figured that out. Me too. was like. Probably just married to somebody like you. They're like, listen, <laughs> we need to like pump the brakes here yeah. a little bit. No, nah, that's the best, but I'm happy that it you gave yourself right. that gift. For sure. For sure. Okay. I never really understood it for the longest because it took me a long time to even get in meditation. Yeah. It, like for the, I swear for like the, the first year. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't like figure it out. I'm like, man, what am I doing? I think you were maybe thinking too much about it. That's what it is. Yeah. You were trying to, there's, <laughs> there's nothing to figure out. Yeah. You was trying to like, you were trying like to like achieve magic. it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why people like you and people like me, but you, more, you can't win at meditation. It's just that something you do. the best one ever. I know it was the best one ever in the world. <laughs> like whatever your meditation is, is what it was supposed to be. And you're over here trying to defeat it. <laughs> over here trying to turn it to a bird or something. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. So what I was going to say is after you were drafted. Yeah. Like, what was it like a week Back later you got that signing bonus? Yeah. We thought, I didn't even know we got like signing bonuses. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Remember you calling me and being like, we're getting, do you want to say like how much your amount was? I think it, it was only like 200,000. No, it was it, less than that. No, but it, I think, I think it was 200,000 and I'd say only that sounds bad, but it was well, in comparison 000. to like higher draft picks. Oh yeah. That is only yeah, quote sure. unquote, but in comparison to like real life numbers, yes, which, is, which is where we're getting to with this story. Yes. But it was, it was 200,000. But when we got the taxes, I was going to say before taxes, cause wasn't it like 129? Yeah. I remember you sending like me a picture because like just, just one week prior before the draft, I think we got between her. the two of us, yeah, we might've had like $40 to our name. Probably not. I we don't even got think, our card declined. And that was a $27 meal. Yeah. Yeah. We got our card declined at some hole in the wall Thai place on Purdue's yeah. campus the night before going to New York City. 
It was so good too. I know, but I couldn't eat that anymore. I don't think. Yeah. Funny how life changes. Yeah, it does. It gets you. So we got that signing bonus uh-huh. and we set our life up. Like we you had to find, to? you try, right? You, we had to find like a place to live in Atlanta. So yep. we got an apartment, you know, we didn't even have like a set of mixing bowls for the kitchen. Like, like you we never had literally realized. nothing. <laughs> you, you come out of college with like nothing. You come out with nothing. Like luckily my family had like sent us down with like some old pots and pans, like yeah. some just like backup stuff they had in the house to like help us get started. But like, that's something I would never thought of. We needed a mattress. We needed a sofa. Yeah. Like we had, we had one car, you know, but like we, we kind need, of needed, yeah. we kind of needed we another one. Doing, like you were working, things. I yeah. was working, you, was doing training you know? Yeah. Like it was, it was kind of hard to try to do the one car life. So, you know, we got a car, we got the, the Jeep Wrangler. Yep. We needed a mattress. We needed a toothbrush. Like I ended up, um, think about all the stuff it takes to really just like set your life up. Yeah. I ended up trading my mom, my car. Yeah, you did. To get my high school car. That was, that was a few years later. Okay. Yeah. Not, not quite the same story. Okay. So long story short, you know, but later I did, we're at Ikea, <laughs> you know, buying furniture to build ourselves. You know, I was terrible at it. I think I broke most you of the You used a butter knife to build our bed. <laughs> Let's just go back to that. I remember. And then it was like never the same. It was you like sunken in the middle. You tools are. Right. Another thing you need tools. Like there's all these things that you, that you need to start your life and we had none of them. So here we are, you know, it's just moved to Atlanta. I got the signing bonus thinking like, all right, we're about, to be rich forever. we're about to be rich forever off this money. We're like going to cheesecake factory once a week on date night, <laughs> doing things we were never able to do. For sure. We didn't even like splurge on anything big. Like looking back, it's not like you went and got a whole bunch of designer no. or like that I did. I think you got yourself like the I two Louis Vuitton, two Louis belts. So that was all you wanted. <laughs> you were so excited about that. And you even took me cause I, it was my birthday a few weeks after the draft. Like when we first got to Atlanta and you took me to Lennox to Louis Vuitton. Cause I thought I always wanted a Louis yep. Vuitton bag. Remember? Yep. And you were like, you can get whatever you want. And I didn't get anything. Yeah. You never No, And I, I don't know. I think that's like another lesson too is there's something in your mind about when just you having it like, all. or just like when you, when you don't have anything like that, you think that having things or like having that one item or whatever it may be is like going to make you so happy Feels or so it's going to like change your life. But then there's something about when you realize that you actually can, you, you don't really want, want it anymore. Yeah. Like I wanted a purse like that for years, you know? And then it was like, okay, you were like, okay, we can do this now. I want to get you one. And I didn't even really want it anymore. Yeah. So we set our life up get our apartment, buy furniture. You, you help out some friends. I always help out family. You know friends. what I mean? Like you know, we, that comes with the, you for know. sure. And then next thing you know, we're going into the season. Yeah. You know, and we felt comfortable spending our signing bonus, setting our life up. Yeah. You know, we didn't spend all of it right away, but the majority of it doing things because you had signed, you know, your contract being yeah. drafted you and that, we thought we were going to make that money. Yeah, for sure. The upcoming year. You like set up, you know, your expenses and stuff, thinking that you're going to make the team not realizing that, you know, it's it's, all, it's always like a battle and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, we end up sometimes moving too fast before, you know, we actually got our feet wet and actually understood, you know, what we were doing. And then we end up going on a practice squad. So, so then you, so I don't think we've shared the final part of like the NFL part of the story yet. I don't think we've shared part four. Probably not. Okay. But anyway, so long story short, and if you didn't know, Rico's first year in the NFL, he did not make the team. So yeah. the year he was drafted and we spent our signing bonus, 
we were thinking he was going to be making his salary that he signed for. And then he got cut in the final rounds before making it to the season. So everything that we had signed for, we got none of it. So like, that's another thing I don't think people really realize is like, I always say NFL contracts are pretty much signed in pencil Uh because they don't really mean a whole lot until you make it to your second deal and money's actually guaranteed because before that it doesn't matter what you see it might not happen. Yeah. So, so we did not make the team and we went from signing for like what we thought was going to be a comfortable lifestyle to making far, far less than, than we had expected. And I think we probably would have managed our money a little bit differently that summer. And as far as not though, that's the thing is because you don't really know. This is true. You don't really know about finance until you know until you realize you don't know about finance. That's really true. So I I think I think it's like, yeah, that you know, I think about that too. I wonder like I always wonder like if I had more, if we had more at that time. Yeah. You know would that have happened? Yeah. How longer would have it taken for us to realize that we don't know what we think we what know we're doing. <laughs> yeah we don't know what exactly we didn't know what we were doing with the what money that we had. had because think about it we came from being able to survive on you know literally twelve hundred dollars a month between the two of us yeah you know because that was like my teaching stipend yeah because I was always buying some shoes. I was going to say <laughs> you would blow all yours as soon and as I don't you- even buy shoes now yeah right at all not at all if it ain't free, I don't want it. It's true. That's how things change, though. And yeah. That's why we're talking about finances. But, yeah, it's, it's it's just crazy because I think if we had a little bit more. We would have spent a little bit more. Yeah, the thing that I think so, too. Happens. I think you're when, right. When you're young, you don't really, you don't really know because especially being an athlete and you've never been like, um, like you've never been really injured or you've mm-hmm. never been like, you know, hurt or anything. Yeah. You think that like. You see other players get, you know, injured and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you never really think that can happen to you, mm. you know? So, yeah. and then the majority of the time, you're still just on survival mode. You're trying to just get it. Yeah. Most hey. of the time, you, you just got your head down and you're just digging. Right. You don't got enough time to even pick up to, like, look where you're at. No, I know. To actually figure out that you need a plan because if you don't have a plan, you're not going to go nowhere. Yeah, so we, we make it through that that first season on practice squad. Um, we get engaged at the end of that season Yep. and then we start thinking about planning a wedding for the upcoming summer. We still ain't know nothing about no finances. Right? No, nothing. <laughs> I look back at what we, th- what we thought we were going to spend on that wedding and it makes me nauseous even now. <laughs> and so I remember like randomly in March of that following year, you sat down and like for the first time, so we've been in the NFL almost a year you sat down and calculated our monthly expenses. Like we had never even, we never even did that. Thought about it. We never even thought about it. We're like, (laughs) we we are going to have plenty of money to pay our bills. We just going to make it. We're just going to figure it out. But the thing is you don't really, like once you, yeah, once you got money coming in that you like never even seen before, Mm -hmm. you don't realize that it's only for a period of time. You don't think it's ever going to go away. Yes. So on that note, you only get paid in the NFL. If you guys don't know this, this is something that we didn't know until this is our life. You're only, you only get paid during the season. So like if you play on, you get paid on Wednesdays. So if you play a game on Sunday, you're getting paid on Wednesday and you only get paid the Wednesday after every game. So if there's 16 weeks in the, in the year, you're getting paid 16 times. So that's an adjustment too, is that your, your money is all kind of lumped together into the season and you see those numbers coming in and you see what you're spending weekly during the season. And you're like, this doesn't even match up. Like we're yeah. making so much more than we're spending. But what you're not thinking about is 
all of that time when you're not getting paid on Wednesdays. Like there's a lot more Wednesdays in the year that you're not getting paid than there's Wednesdays in the year that you are. Yes. And that was what I think messed us up was not accounting for that whole off season, like how long the off season was without an income. Yeah, for sure. So we went into that next training camp, $10,000 in debt. Yes. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, we were. We, and that was tough. And that was crazy because. Was it, we, was it 10? It was 10,000, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was 10,000. Yeah. We ended up doing the sitting down doing the calculations. And I was like, we don't have this. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have as much as we need to get us through to when we, when we will get paid again. Yeah. Remember that that's what you said. You're like, we don't have what we spend a month, which wasn't anything outrageous. It no. was just like our rent and our car payments and our expenses and whatever else. Like it was nothing crazy. We never splurged. Like no. it felt like it was splurging because it was so much more than we ever had. You naturally, you naturally, if you traveling with a team and stuff like that too, you got to have like some nice looking things. You got to have like, yeah. you got to, you got to, you have to, you bit. have to put yourself together. Like yeah, you have to take sure. care of yourself. And then like the body work, the massages, the chiropractors, yeah. like all of the things that come along with you We're being able to perform, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you are your business. So yeah. it costs money to have a massage therapist weekly and a chiropractor and yeah. a physical therapist and all these things that you have to pay money for and able to perform. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we go into year two, $10,000 in the hole. I'm just coming off of practice squad. Just coming off practice squad. I'm reactivating all of my college credit cards to like yeah. put stuff on the cards. And we, luckily our landlord like trusted us and we were just very honest with them. And like the first of September we we told them in August, like we're not going to be able to pay you yeah. on the first of September for September's rent. But we promise as soon as that game check clears, like you'll be the first person that we pay. Yeah, we was coming. And we're always good for it. Like yeah. that's one thing about us is like we have That's how you get your blessings. It is. Like we had we had people help us. Yeah. And our chaplain. So that was what was really crazy is that the, the team chaplain that ended up marrying Rico and I, because we never and ended up having us. a wedding and dedicating and baptizing all of it. Um, they just like, they were in the league as well at one point. So they kind of knew the struggle, I think, yeah. and maybe saw some, comes with. <laughs> saw some like indicators that maybe we were not doing this as, as well as, as good as we should have been. And he pulled Rico aside and just like straight up asked, like, how are you guys doing with money? Yeah. And I think you wanted to lie to him at first. You're like, I oh, I did. you did. He told me. I think I did. I was like, I think we're okay. You know? And then he was like, no, really? Yeah. But no, nah, really. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to make it to the next season, yep. you know? And then he, you know, he just was like, well, I'm going I'm to give you a little gift, Yep. you know, that, you didn't, know. Didn't he say too, like, you you don't have to pay it back? Yeah. Yeah, like it was a gift. Yeah, it was just like a gift. He was giving it. Yep. So you know? he, so they wrote us a check for $2,500. Yep. So that's why that's like my, um, that's like why... Because I realized what $2,500 can do for so you. So the 2500 they gave us, we made that stretch. Yes. And we ended up obviously making it to the next season to yeah. the paycheck. But like the first thing we did was we paid our rent and we paid them back. Yes. Their 2500 Yep. We made sure we paid them back. Yeah, we paid back everybody. And now when people come to us and they're like in a tight space, 2500 is the magic number because- It's our max. It's our max because we realize- that we were able to make it work yeah. off of that, yep. you know, and, and that was enough at that point to really change our life. Yeah. So if you got like a plan or something like that, it's, we're not always going to say yes. No, nah, <laughs> you're not getting the yes out of me. It's hard. You got to ask my people. Rico is a tough freaking cookie. Like oh, yeah. he has people approach him all the time with their ideas and man, listen, you better come with it. You better come with it. If, if I can tell you one thing, 
you better come with it. Yeah. You need every detail thought through. You need a PDF, Excel, spreadsheet, maybe a PowerPoint. Oh, yeah. No, it need to be everything. All of it, which is good. because no. cause Because you realize now, and I realize now, how much work it takes to actually make something actually make something yeah, like, and how hard it is to manage. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's a lifelong of management because we got these babies that, you know, that we want to, you know, set make up. Sure that we, yeah. Make sure that we get a good, you know, start to life, you know, with, mm-hmm. but they going to work too. Yeah. As Everybody. far as they know, they have nothing. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they ain't got a dollar. No, they don't. They better work for this. They are going to. Yeah. So, so anyway, so let's talk about, once we learned that lesson, uh-huh. you know, kind of blew everything we had. Yep. What were the things that we did differently? So if someone's listening to this right now and you're like, okay, I've been there. I'm there right now. Yeah. Like, how do I get through this? What would you say for us? First thing, <laughs> yeah. I, I will say the first thing is to get out of debt. Yeah. It's the first thing I would do is try to pay off my credit cards. If you got any sort of you Outstanding. Know, debt on you and stuff like that, you got to understand like the interest, the interest rates and stuff that you might be getting taxed on some of that outstanding debt. And sometimes the money that you end up making, if you let that money get too big on those credit cards, you might not be able to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a way to, man, I'm telling you, you can learn a lot of this kind of stuff on YouTube too. Like, Look up like consolidating like debt and stuff like that because it's kind of ways that you can call um you know credit card companies especially in the times right now right you probably can be able to get out of um you know credit card debt a little better because companies will probably be willing to take any payment anything you that can you make can right give. now yeah for sure so like if you can try to find a way to tell them like hey I can just pay one big payment and you know this really all I got especially with these times. Like, let's see what we can do. Right. And they probably, man, never know. I think companies are more willing to work with people now because yeah. everyone has been affected yes. by 2020. Yes, this is this has messed up everybody. Yeah, whether you have a lot of money or you have nothing at all, yeah. this has messed up every person in one way or another. Yeah, because this, this economy was thriving. It was going too, man. Everybody was, you know. Yeah, it was. Having jobs and stuff like that. And it's tough to just see, you know, people not working and stuff like that. I mean, even us, like we were trying to start, you know, like a smaller business on the side and yeah. we were, we had been working at it for almost a year Yeah, and, and we were three days away, <sighs> literally three days away from getting like a breakthrough from like our breakthrough. And it was the week that COVID really shut down, everything. like shut everything down. I think it was on a Thursday and our big event was on Saturday yep. and we lost, you know, yeah. We lost it. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't something that made sense to continue trying to force when twenty twenty was what it was. Yeah, and we knew that it was gonna be a, a long standing thing. Yeah. But that's how you learn. It is how you learn. And again, it's like that's how you learn. Yeah. So so step number if one, if possible into it, trying to try to pay down on your debt. Yep. And don't don't get into things that are the things that are too big. Yeah. Somebody told me, um, Debt is used for if you're buying um, things to really advance yourself. Okay, that's good. You know, like debt, when you're taking debt out, it got to be like for investments only. Right. If, if, it that's ain't really meant, good if it ain't meant to make money, don't use it. Yeah, so like don't go into debt over a purse. No, no, Don't go into don't, debt over a vacation. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Go into debt over something that's going to make you money. Yes. Like something you, that will bring cash flow to your life. Yeah, for real. If you want to like get into a program or something that's going... 
later on pay dividends. School, you know? Yeah. you know, even if it's like a, a course to accelerate yourself or to advance yourself. Like those are the kinds of things, in my opinion, yeah. that are worth going in to debt. That's what unquote. you make. That's what, man, it was always like, it was, it was always weird. But like in the hood, one of the, the, the funny things that they did, they will always say is, um, if you want to hide something from a black person, put it in a book. Yeah, you've said that before. And um, I know it's sad. Yeah, it is. But like I've learned so much more from these books mm-hmm. than I've ever learned in like a course. Yeah, yeah. And that was the that was the beauty that came. I'll just go ahead and say it. The year that Rico tore his Achilles. Yeah. Was the year that the sing the year that single handedly change the entire projection of our life. Not in a bad way. Like it was, it was probably one of the, at that time it was the worst thing that had ever happened. I think to us watching you go through that and like to live through that, but you were able to sit down and to read. And that was what you did that year. And that is when you started investing in the stock market and you started thinking about, okay, how much cash do we really need to have on hand? Because in my mind, I wanted, I wanted to look at our bank accounts and I wanted to see my, I wanted to see the money. (laughs) Like I wanted to know this is like, what we do is we put the amount of money it costs us a year in our expenses to live in our checking account. And the rest of our money is in savings. That's how I always wanted it to be because I, I like to feel like, okay, this is what we have. I like to see it when I look. But what Rico learned is like, that, just, that just, cash isn't doing anything for us at yeah, all. You're just nibbling off the bread. Like it's just, it's just sitting there and really we could put it in 14 other places and our money could be making us money. Yeah. And for me, that was a whole new concept because I didn't study finances in school. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not like a good numbers person. I can, I'm all about the words and the reading and English and all those things. But like the numbers, like that's Rico's thing. Yeah. So he was like, he's like, well, you're going to be uncomfortable because we're not going to leave money just sitting in our accounts. Never. You don't have it sitting around for no reason. So it's even, even something that's um as simple as uh I'm the first one of the first books that I read. Yeah, good. One of the first books that I read was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad. And Ka- Kawasaki, what's his name? Yeah, Robert Kawasaki. Yeah, however you say it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if you're listening. I know I probably messed that name up, but that was Rich it, Dad it was, Poor Dad. Was, just it was, Google it. Yeah, I read that book first, and um that just kind of like opened my mind up to so many things that I did not even like understand or yeah, know. No or it was never really like presented to me. So just listening to that book kind of like, um, you know, opened my mind up and stuff like that. And I think that after we failed the first time with, um, you know, with our signing bonus, with our signing bonus and that year in a general, in a whole, you know, we, um, we learned to like budget. We learned yeah. to like manage yeah. and you no, know, you may never, ever, you know, hit your budget perfect, but, um, it's just good to have one because you can naturally, um, keep yourself accountable. First of all, you build some discipline in something, you Mm -hmm. know, you you can, um, delay gratification is like one of the best things that we believe in. Absolutely. So, you know, we, we, you know, it's a lot of things that, you know, we want to do right now that, you know, we make sure that we save for ourselves because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what we try to give to ourselves once we do hit a milestone. We're still young. Like just be in, just because we can do things, I've never felt like that's a reason to do things. Yeah. Like we're, we're young. And I, and I firmly believe that like, if you get everything that you want, like too soon in life, that doesn't bring you joy. No. And that also doesn't really like make for 
everything else, what life really has to offer. Yeah, like <laughs> I, life, life is kind of like redundant. I just, I don't think that, that that's good. Just yeah. because we can doesn't mean that we should. You know, life, life is, um, you know what I'm trying to say? I get it. I get it. Yeah. I like, get I'm exactly trying to think trying of to like say. an example. There's, there's a lot of examples. Like there's, yeah, a, there's just, a lot of things that we deny ourselves of. Yeah. You sh- and we should. And we should, you know, and, and because we are young, you know, instead of just, and yeah, we do, we do work hard and you work really hard and we sacrifice a lot. And if, if we wanted to justify anything that we wanted in our minds, I'm sure we could, would be able to, you know, find a way to, but I think that self-discipline and that delayed gratification is such an important thing. And having blown all that we had that first year shows how that, that does happen and that can happen. And until, and maybe you'll never hit rock bottom the way that we did. And I truly hope that you don't, but scary nights, but it can be the best, the best thing that can ever happen because it makes you realize it's just, you ain't got nobody to call too. It's like, you know, Money. You got people to call, but man, you don't never want to like be like a burden no, on somebody don't. else either. And money you know does else. make life more comfortable in the sense that we've been talking about this a lot. Lately. Money is a tool. Money is a tool. That's really all that is. I don't think that money changes people. I think that money shows you who you have always yes. been. Money is a tool to like, I heard something that was like money makes um like sometimes, you know, catastrophes or whatever, like or bad things, mm-hmm. you know, that may happen. They make them inconveniences you know yeah so you know it's um yeah it's just like a tool it brings comfort but it don't make you like a different person no and it like, doesn't make you happy no not at all it doesn't make you happy so i think it was like something after a study that after you make like a certain amount no matter how much more you make after that i think like the brain your brain chemicals or something did doesn't even like register it no to be a big deal no to, to be more which makes which makes a lot of sense cuz you watch people that just continue to go on and achieve and achieve and achieve and make more and make more and make more and make more and there's still something that they're all still trying to achieve. Yeah. So if money was the answer, we wouldn't have people in their latest ending years of life still chasing something. Yeah. And if you think you're trying to battle with somebody for money, you're going to always lose. Yeah, there's always and that's something else that you have to realize like in the NFL and in the locker room and in, in the world, in the, world <laughs> and in the group of wives, like there's always going to be somebody that has more than you. <clears throat> yeah, and that's okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have COVID. Um, <laughs> like, there's always going to be somebody that has more. There's always the minute you buy your dream house, someone else is going to buy theirs, and it's going to be sure. better than yours or cars or whatever the heck it there's is. Always going to be somebody with something that you don't have and you, you know, may like. And, and that's something we have to get comfortable with. That yeah, and that's going to always happen. Because if you're not comfortable with that and you're constantly trying to chase and have the most, you're always going to be in that in rat chase. race. Yeah. The rat race game is a really good one too. Yeah, because we got that we got that game too. You bought me well, you bought it for yourself, but you bought it so we could play together so that yeah. we could try you could try to make me understand more like all the things you were learning. Because yep. the stock market scared me. Yeah. Like that was something that made me really nervous when we first decided to put money in the stock market. And mm-hmm. so by playing this board game, it kind of made it a little bit more tangible for me to like understand. Yeah. And now I'm really fascinated with it and super glad that that's something, you know, that, that we've we chosen to do for, for our family. We and figure it out, but that, you know, it's something that. No, you, you, know, you have figured it out. Like you figured it out as much as you can. Like it's obviously yeah. it's, own, it's own thing, <laughs> yeah. but like you figured out how to make that work Yeah, for, for, sure. for us. And that's, that's a big deal because nobody taught you that. I know. 
like I had to figure it out. And now you're teaching. It's so cool to see like Rico advising, you know, like people around him now on what to do and what not to do because we've been all of these people Mm -hmm. throughout the last seven years of our career here. And and that's just super cool. So we talked a little bit about debt. Yeah. Even if you have hardly any money left over at the end of the month, like for your bills, I feel like finding a way to save, Yeah. you know, regardless of, of what you make a week or a month, even if you can put away $10 a week, Yeah. you know, like by the end of the year, you've got a substantial chunk yeah. of money there or, or forbidding yourself like of guilty pleasures that are frivolous. So like the convenience of Starbucks. Yeah. That's so easy. I try. This is like, I can't speak on the big things like you, but I can think about the things I do in my life. So like I am a mom of three young children. I'm tired all the time. How easy would it be for me to go through Starbucks every single day? So easy, but I like, I don't drink dairy. So there's an extra 60 cents on having almond milk and (laughs) you know, like I'm specific about things. So it costs a little bit more. So next thing I know my drink is $7 and you do that a few times a week you know, and then there's 30 bucks. And then next thing you know, at the end of the month, it's, you know, it's like a hundred dollars on something that you don't even need. You could put that and buy an espresso, which is why I did that. So like, I'm all about spending the upfront investment on something like an an espresso for 150 bucks versus meeting a need, you know, like five days a week that I could take care of at home. So I try to do as much in our own house as I can like even the Pilates reformer, I've had people reach out to me on Instagram, like, oh my gosh, do you own that in your house? Well, yes. But what ultimately happened with that was you and I sat down after spending two years yeah. in a Pilates studio, calculating the math of what our sessions were costing us. Yeah. And not only could we have bought 15 Pilates reformers, we probably could have <laughs> bought the business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at that point we just realized, like, okay, this is clearly something we're going to use. So let's make that investment in our own home yeah, and try to figure it out. Ourselves. And try to figure it out ourselves. So we're all about teaching ourselves. We are like becoming self-sufficient even, sooner than later. So all of the things that someone else could do for me and for you, you're the same way. Yeah. I like to learn that for myself. Yeah, me too. Like I, I don't want to say like, I don't rely on people cause that's not true. And yeah. I do rely on people but I never want to feel like somebody does something for me that I'm unable to do for myself. Not yeah. because it's important for me to feel like powerful, but just because I know if push came to shove, I could figure something out. Yeah. And that's I, more that's so how what I it am is. Too. It is how you are. I do. I do every. I do everything by myself unless you do You do all my scheduling and all that yeah, kind of I, stuff because I, I can't do that kind of stuff. Fine. I will double book us so fast. <laughs> uh, I have practice. I've just having a, I have all kinds of, I'm terrible at scheduling. Don't ever ask me to schedule. So go to Gracie yeah, for that. Yeah, come to me. But um, yeah, I don't even know what I was You going. could have had an assistant. You could have been paying an assistant salary. I know, no, I'm not paying that That's what either, I'm saying. Because so I'm, like, I'm too hard. That's what I'm saying. So like we have to figure it out I for ourselves. I want my assistant to be up at 430. No, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. How would you wake up when I wake up? What were you getting ready to say? I don't know. I don't either. Oh, the only thing I don't do by myself is my taxes. Just, yeah. Oh, I'm not messing with that. Because we have to file taxes. This is something else about the NFL. We have to file taxes in every state that Rico plays in. Yeah. Separately in a year. And now that we own real estate, 
it's just, there's so much, it's there's so, so much, much that, that goes you, yeah. into it. And that's the thing too, about that first year in the NFL, like we never had to pay taxes before. No, we never had to pay agent fees before. Yeah. Like there's and then so, you got financial advisor fees, you got all kinds of stuff. And then you have like, heaven forbid you get a penalty in a game. Yeah. That's a quick $25,000 yeah, $25, for, sure. yeah, for, for one, one of those hit. red flags. Yeah. Tickets. Like you have family members wanting to come to games and you want them to come friends wanting to come to games. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it right here, right now our tickets are not free. Not at all. So we are paying the same thing for a ticket as the fan that's sitting next to us. Yeah. So when 10 people hit us up about wanting to come to Atlanta for a game for the weekend, it's not that we're yeah. trying to be rude, but like even in our family now, like we've set the rule that every family member gets two games. Yeah, like you can sure. come to two games and we got you and we'll give you the best weekend of your life. <laughs> but if you want to be here for every single game, I can't do that. We can't do it because next nah, thing you, you know, thing, yeah. Next thing you know, you end up spending two thousand dollars out of every um out of every paycheck. Yeah, two grand of it right away is going to tickets. Some tickets, and you don't even get to see the people that come to town to see you. Is I the know, other thing. I know because we always working. Right, right. So just trying to minimize like the convenience stuff. So something that I need to get better with. It's actually we because I don't do it and it's just me. Like no. Uber Eats. The convenience yeah. of Uber Eats. Like when Rico is home and it's off season, the amount of times Uber Eats is at our house. I got to try to keep my weight up and I got to See, gain that's weight. what's hard is it's like he has to check in to camp at a certain weight. Yeah. There's also a price tag associated with that. Do people know about that in the NFL? Yeah, I think. See, we, we yeah. So like, I don't know the exact number, but like. You get fined. You for, get fined yeah. for being under, for being over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So like Uber Eats, I love to cook, but. I'm trying to keep kids alive and <laughs> I can't cook enough meals during the day to keep up with like what Rico's weight needs to be. So like we do spend more money when it's off season on Food. things like Uber Eats and DoorDash. Yeah, Cause they cook real good for us at the facility. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cause during the season, it's like the greatest gift ever. You yeah. have delicious food, like you're being fed to your dietary needs, uh -huh. you know, and I'm, I'll eat leftovers. And I don't, they wake I don't up really early care. too. Oh, those, your, your chefs are the best. Oh yeah. They the real deal. You guys, they surprised me for my, my 30th birthday. We had like a little brunch at the house because it was COVID and the team chef prepared yeah. the brunch. And uh -huh. oh my gosh, it was life-changing. That's one thing we always like have always made sure that we, we like good food. And and that's the other thing about budgeting is be realistic with yourself. Like yeah. don't tell yourself you're only going to spend $50 a month on groceries or yeah. on eating, like, especially if you know you love food. So yeah. be realistic because- Cancel your subscriptions. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a great one. Like go through and see the, the little monthly money that's getting pulled from yeah. you. What they was, would get you. What was the one that we found that was for like the last three years for like $19? We don't even know what it was. Yeah, I don't- And then we tried to get the money back and the bank was like, well, we can give you the last three months back, but we can't reimburse you for yeah. two years. I'm like, well, I don't even think we ever signed up for this. But so much of that stuff, it's like a free seven or 14 day trial. And then, and and then you, life yeah. happens, you know? They get you. They do. Because I used to take all those free trials too, thinking like, okay, I'm going to make sure that I cancel it. So and then they get you for like the, the yearly rate too. Yep. Because some of them will get you for the whole year. Something that I've started doing is whenever I do that, like with COVID, I've been doing more like home workouts. So I've signed up for like a couple different types of online workout subscriptions. Yeah. And what I'll do is I'll set a reminder in my phone. So the minute I put in my information for the free trial, I'll set a reminder in my phone for 24 hours before they're going to start charging me to cancel it. Uh -huh. But if I love it, then I keep it. But if I don't set that reminder, I don't, for, I'll, I'll forget like life will just get busy and 
next thing you know, it's three years yeah. later, you're paying $19 <laughs> a month. You could have gone on a vacation somewhere. Check. I like, that's why I like, um, what's that like app called? What's that app that you have that divvies everything up into categories? Oh man. Your phone's upstairs. What was that called? I got two of them. I got one that's called Mint. Mint? Yeah. Okay. And what it does is it, it calc- does all the calculations for you. And all you have to do in there is get in there and um set like the labels of Is that the what- one that's like a pie and it shows you color coded yeah. like what your money yeah. goes to? Yeah. That's cool. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. So I, I got, a, I think I have like two of them. I have two of them because some of them are hard to like integrate like your, um your banking and stuff, you know, within it. And the, but some of them actually you can, you can do like your um your investments. So we're like if you got Robinhood and your stocks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. if you got any like Vanguard, which which is another good thing for um index funds and stuff like that. So do some research on that. Um, like to to tell y'all a lot of how I learned about investing and stuff like that is that year that I end up sitting down is I go straight to like the best people in the world mm-hmm. and I read their stuff. Yeah. So whoever like Warren Buffett. I went straight to Warren Buffett stuff. Am I going to, do I think I could become Warren Buffett? No. But do I think that I can learn something from Warren Buffett that can help me? Apply Warren Buffett to your life? Yeah. Yes. For sure. And you have. I have. A lot of Uh, it. Yeah. A lot of my base is from him. I do, um, I move much faster than him because, yeah, he, (laughs) Kevin, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My tax, my tax got to be working. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, I move a little faster than Warren Buffett, but I've learned to um, look into companies and figure out, you know, if they got like a good balance on, you know, a good like uh, whatever, like balance, like on their checks and balances and stuff like that. If they're, they're um, what is it? Um, income sheet. Like Almost if it's like they're like a safe investment. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, good at so figuring that out. Yeah, so that's what I'm out. looking at. I'm looking at like their, um, yeah. What their profit is, what they, what kind of cash they're sitting on, and all kinds of stuff. Like if you look into like Apple, Apple's sitting on like two hundred billion dollars or something like that. So really come, good chance yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, when when it comes to times like this, that you know even when sales and stuff might be down, that is still like a company that you can believe in to you know, and just even like looking into like things like that. So that's good. That's good. You know, it, it got this um piece on um Robinhood. So even if you don't have like a whole bunch of money to like invest, if you was to like get into um, You don't need a whole bunch. Think about the the kid that went to your high school that's now in college that I you've know. been helping invest. <laughs> like think about if we would have had this mindset in college. Yeah, he makes he makes He's making hella money for yeah, being in college based upon just his scholarship money. Yeah, he so you don't have no bucks, so, yeah, yeah, so like you don't have to have a ton of money yeah. to make money off investments. Yeah, something that I never knew. Cause I've even talked to like a couple of my friends and I'm like, man, just put like uh 40 bucks in there or something. Yeah. Like that. And the next thing you know, they'll look around and that 40 bucks and turn into like $200. See? It don't always happen like that. Cause sometimes the days are going to be down and stuff like that. But if you give it some time, like our economy has been like one of the strongest economies. You got to think about it in the world in a in, in sense like this, that um, like we've been through like the great depression. We've been through like some of the, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, we can't have like an economy, you know, you know, downturn right now, but we've been through some really tough things mm-hmm. and, and we've made it through. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I'm just going to try to believe in, in that, you know, more so than not, because it seems like this world just tends to learn how to figure things out. Yeah. You know, even in the worst of times. But even on Robinhood, what I was saying is this thing called fractional shares that if you used to get like a Robinhood app, which is like um, you, you can figure out how to you know do your so own what is Robin? Yeah, okay, I was saying Robinhood is um, essentially a brokerage account that um, you can 
invest money into, you know, the best companies in the world. So essentially what you do is when you buy a share of a company, you become, you can think of it as like you become part owner of the company and you you are investing money into the company because you think that they can make a good return for you or something. Or you believe that the company is going to be doing something well, like, yeah, yeah, like even wasn't there like a point in time when those things didn't exist and you had to have someone like you had to work with someone who did these things for you? Yeah, I think so. Um, it kind of bring gives you like you were talking yeah. about you like to do things for yourself. I do. So if you're that kind of person as well and you want to feel more in control, in control yeah. or even just you want to educate yourself and do it yourself, like yeah. the Robin Hood app is a really good way yeah. to do that. Like, I'll never forget our drive back from 30A. You had me. <laughs> investing for you like on your phone with the Robin. I was literally dripping. I was profusely sweating. Cause I tell you, I get really nervous. I don't, I don't like money. Like money makes me, I don't like it. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And he's over here telling me like what buttons to press to buy these options and sell these stocks and do these things. And I'm like, I can't like, you're trusting me to like do this for you right you now, learn it. but you do. And, it, and it's really cool just to see how you really can take that into your own hands and figure yeah, it out. You, you can figure it out. You can do some good stuff with it. You're going I'm I'm more of a um I try, I try to be more of a long term investor mm-hmm. I, I would say but I still haven't got to the super long term investing okay. yet it's I'll, been a weird time in the world too I know. it's a, l- a little bit scary to just like put it out there and close your eyes yeah, and hope for the best for sure for sure um but I'm just I just became like interested in it and that's the thing where I would like even with all my shoes and stuff that I used mm-hmm. to buy and stuff like that yeah, um. I just cut down on that because I was thinking like, what if I can take this $200 or these $300 for these pairs of shoes and, you know, instead of having these $300 sit on the wall in my closet that I might not get it to wear anywhere, I want to see if I can buy some stock. Exactly. You know, and see if, you know, those pairs of shoes can make me $100, you know, in a year or so. And you they know? do. Yeah, it like, does. And, and it does. And, and that became like my logic on, you know, why I can um, sometimes... Like, cause sometimes I used to want to order Uber Eats and just get it all the time. But sometimes I like, I look at it now and if I don't really want it, I think about it. Like, what can this dollar become? Yeah. What can this 30 bucks do, you know, differently? Or if I, if I deny myself of it this week and next week, next thing I know I'm $60 richer, Yeah. you know? And I do, you could take that $60 and buy a fractional share of Amazon. (laughs) No, no kidding. I love Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, Amazon's a safe one. Yeah. Um, They've been rocking. They have. They've been pretty consistent. Yeah, especially with this, um, with this online, like especially with COVID now and all the online um, buying and stuff. And most people. Oh my gosh, online sales have been. Yeah, that's one thing that's been really, really up. And they always on time. So something else too, like think about. So for me, I love Costco because we eat a lot of the same kind of stuff. Like we're pretty routine around here when it comes Mm -hmm. to like the way I cook, the things that we use in our house, so on and so forth. I think forth. that was one of Warren Buffett's main um, investments. Oh, really? I think Costco. So, so for us, it makes sense to pay the, what is it, $60 a year membership at Costco yeah, because, because you get it in bulk. we're getting things in bulk that we're using anyway. Yeah. You know, so just even thinking about stuff like that or like if you're, if you're, you know, signed up to go to a yoga studio and you find that you're only getting there once a week, get rid of your membership and go yeah, on don't YouTube. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to like uh, discontinue. No. Like, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like if, if there's things in your life that you're not using, you know, yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. Like there's so many free tools and free assets that are available out there to take, go out for a walk. Like yeah. if you're tight on money, get rid of your gym membership. Like for you real. don't have to work out at a gym 
to be in the best shape. In. Like think yeah. about people that are in jail. Those people come out <laughs> in better shape than any of yeah, us. Like they don't have a gym. They're they doing do body school. weight stuff. Yeah. So, so all these like over the top things that we think that we need in our life, like no offense, ladies, like nails, going to get your nails done gets expensive yeah. as hell. And you want to know why you want to know why they love for you to get gel nail polish because you got to go back. <laughs> Seriously. So is it more convenient? Do you not have to sit and wait for it to dry? Does it last longer? Like, yes, yes, and yes. But what I found is the seasons of my life that I do get gel on my nails, I'm I'm consistently in the nail salon because they have to remove it. And then once it's removed, you're not going to just be like, okay, thanks. Oh, See yeah. you next time and walk out with something <laughs> on your nails. You're going to do it again. So, so finding ways to cut back on things or making, yeah. making stuff for special occasions. Stuff, I would love it just to get my hair cut every week. It adds up. And you should do that for yourself. You I know? still don't. I'm still too cheap. No, you don't. You really don't. And and your guy is so affordable, you know, yeah. and does such a great job. But really still, job it's too. like, it's, it's just stuff like that. Like. Ain't going nowhere right now. Even, even ordering alcohol at dinner. <laughs> like I remember when we were first in the league, I would, I would allow myself only like one glass of wine if we went out for a date. Cause I'm like, yeah. that's 12 or 13 bucks. Yeah. So now. I pregame before we go to dinner. Yeah, for sure. Like I'd rather buy the $13 bottle or $23 bottle of wine at Costco. That's another reason we'll go out. It is. And get, you know, get five nice glasses out of the one bottle I bought at home and have one or two before I go to dinner <laughs> and then still order my one. And next thing you know, you just saved a lot of money and you're still tipsy. Yeah, for sure. And you had a good meal. And you had a good meal. So I don't know. Just, and I don't drink either. So. No, you don't. So it's just me. Yeah. I'm a cheap date. You are. You are such a cheap date. I just like appetizers. I was going to say, you make up for like what we would spend an alcohol if you drink on your, <laughs> on your appetizers. Cause you would think there were six of us at a table with the way the appetizers come out. Yeah. So I don't know, just finding, find little things add up. Like that is, I, I can't really nah, talk much on the finances, yeah. but like I try to be mindful in everything. I don't just go shopping to go shopping. Like, honestly, I just placed a, an, an an order like on the Nordstrom anniversary sale for some things, because honestly, every time you have a baby, your body changes a little bit. But like, I only allowed myself to buy the stuff that I knew, like I didn't buy the trendy things that this time next year, they're going to be replaced. Like, I know I love my Levi's. You never do that. I don't, I don't do that. You buy things that last. I buy things that last. Like I would, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't like nice things because like, I love, I love Chanel, you know, and and I know that about myself. But the, the other thing I know about Chanel is that it's, it's everlasting. Like the bat, and I don't choose, no offense if you're like the, the, the flashy stuff. But for me, it's like. I don't buy the lime green Chanel. I buy the black yeah. because that's something that's going to last for my daughters and be just as great in 10 or 15 or 20 years as it is today. Yeah. That's something that you taught me too. Like I don't buy, know. Buy the things that you can pass down. Yeah. To like, buy, like buy, invest in the timeless stuff that like someday is going to mean something to your family. Like I can't wait for Lenny or for Luna to like enter that stage of their life where I'm like, go in my closet and pick out, what you want, you know? Cause, and I know by that point, like they'll take care of things and they'll appreciate things. And that's something that's really important to me when it comes to raising children is like, even now I don't go grocery shopping with my kids anymore because of COVID. But like when we used to, even before my kids understood what I was saying, I talked to them about money. Like, you know, I want, I want them to understand the value of a dollar and I want them (laughs) to understand too. Like now we're getting in this weird place with COVID where everything's getting delivered to our house that I think our kids just think we open the front door and there's just groceries <laughs> sitting there. So it's even explaining to them like the stork, you know, the, the Costco stork didn't just drop this off for free. Like yeah. we have to take, we have to take care of the things that we have. Yeah. So instilling those, that's important to me as a mom is to instill those types of 
we always try to qualities into my kids, even at a young age. And they have no idea what I'm talking about. So they listen to know they're always listening. They're always watching. But yeah, finances is a everlasting battle. But for real, if you guys have questions about finances, like investment stuff, not that Rico really has time, but <laughs> reach out to him. He's so smart about this kind of stuff. And like, we've gone from literally being $10,000 in the hole to being in a position that like, he's really set us up for the rest of our life. Yeah, trying to. And yes, like he's worked really hard and made- I'm crazy too. He's crazy as hell. <laughs> like he's made a good amount of money, but at the same time, like life is expensive and taxes take 40% and agents yeah. take 3% and- You gotta be smart with it. There's a lot that comes out. So like what you see is not what it is. Yeah, for And sure. that's something that's also, I think really important for all of us to remember is like, nobody really knows anyone's situations. Yeah. So we all just have to do the best we can for ourselves. And when we do discover great books, like rich dad, poor dad, like the first thing Rico did was literally told everybody on his team, yeah. like especially everybody that was a parent, like go read this book. And it was really cool. One morning I was dragging the trash cans out to the curb at like 6am and one of his teammates who <laughs> was like no longer on the team here anymore. He lived up the street and he was driving to work and had his windows down on his car. And I could hear him listening to the audio <laughs> recording of rich dad, poor dad. And he saw me like dragging the trash cans. Rico was already at work and he like backed up and he's like, I'm listening to that book Rico told me about. And I was like, I know. So it's just uh -huh. cool. Like it might seem kind of corny to like talk to people about things like this, but we have to look out for each other. Yeah. And this we is the only know. way we learn. Yeah. So learn from our mistakes, you yeah, know, for sure, for sure. save for a rainy day, save for the things you don't expect. Even if you think you're going to make X amount of dollars next year, teach yourself in your mind that you're only going to make half of that. Yep. Don't ever, don't ever live to the standard of what you have. Like yeah. try to live below it and you'll be good. For sure. That's my best advice. Yeah, and sure. I'm not the one that should be given the advice. No, that is good advice though. Cause we try. We do. There you go. Hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for all the love and for the support. Appreciate you. Yep. Thank you so much. Talk soon. I have one. Bye. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. You. Yeah. <laughs>